United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Cross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects exist. Oh, hey. Man, if we could just dive into episodes, the amount of time, free time we would have. (laughs) We just spent maybe a solid hour. Oh my god, we did. We did spend an hour and 48 minutes, dog. Not talking about anything podcast related. Yeah. We talked about work in our free time. We did. That's disgusting. I know. As someone who is an anti-capitalist, that was the most capitalist shit I've ever done. Oh my god, I should send an invoice. That should cover my hourly rate plus half. <laughs> but I did it to myself. I did it's it to true. my fucking self. Um, it's it is so true. Um, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and apparently I'm not. I'm not as big of an anti-capitalist as I thought. And I'm Chelsea. I listened to one of our episodes for the first time, and I realize I say like and um too much, and I hate myself for it. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't listen to anything we do, and I just assume that it's great and only positive feedback, because I say like as a comfort blanket to me, saying like is a delicious snack, it's a dessert, it's a treat. I think it's delicious and great. It's hard, because I know how to speak without putting those affectations in to delay what I'm, like, my thoughts connecting to my mouth and the fact that I do it so fucking often. If you turned the amount of times that you and I say like, plus the amount of times I say, um, into a drinking game, listeners would be dead in minutes. I completely agree. But at the end of the day, um, like is a fat free, sugar free, carb free, cruelty free (sighs) snack that, uh, I get to chew on every day. So go fuck yourself. If you don't like it, (laughs) <laughs> you I could go like it. it if you don't like it you could go get fucked i'm gonna um, try really hard to at least not go um with that tongue click that i sometimes do, like, though like here's the thing sometimes i'll say um in a sarcastic way yeah almost in place of an entire sentence and to me that's big brain shit because there's a difference between like uh um and you're struggling and you're stumbling and there's a like um i do the stupid um where i'm simultaneously trying to read the research and then connect eye contact with you on zoom which is stupid because my eye contact with you in zoom is absolutely off because my camera looks at the side of my face but i tried to find you on the screen in front of me yeah so i'm like okay i'm gonna read from this script while making eye contact with you but how i'm gonna fill that time is by going and um just don't even just don't even i don't look at you i i think i'm gonna stop i try to have eye contact and be engaging i gotta fucking stop I Your don't look at you at all. The crypt that makes me terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking look at you at all, dog. I like Jeez. zone out in colors. It's fun. Um, as I say, um, I wanted to do top of the top of the episode. Uh, what do you call this? Clean. It's not cleaning. It's now. Look at you're giving me a stroke. It's like announcements. Yeah. The top of the top of the episode announcements. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? 
No, you tried was... to trigger me and I know it. I know. Sorry. I like did it so long that I almost lost my connection to reality. <laughs> First of all, Teespring, what a what a stupid cunt and also the I'm greatest invention. Teespring right now. Uh, I know people are getting their orders and they are cool and great and nothing but fantastic feedback. Shout out to everyone who's supporting the merch. In the process of that, also saw that Teespring just got rid of 50% of our inventory for no fucking reason. So that's back up. Check that out. Um. (laughs) The angel stuff is not up. Krampus is up. They thought we stole the Krampus. I changed the design slightly. So now instead of holding a bunch of sticks, Krampus is holding a bunch of sticks and crystals. He is now wearing a necklace and he has a My Little Pony star on his hip. I thought if I changed what? 30% of the design, <laughs> go look at it. It looks great. Parody law. Yeah, I told you. It's like the I Disney thought, parody law. I don't even know what I'm parodying. Krampus? I took that shit and I put it into Photoshop and I curated it. Like the the Krampus silhouette is that I took a picture of Krampus and I made it flat white. Is the idea of Krampus a ripoff? I already fucking changed that shit 100%. I'm so gooped. Um, Someone has copyright. There was a whole the Germans. The Germans are coming for me now. I'm assuming. So the 2015 Christmas themed horror film Krampus does not copy ideas from an author's book. A U.S. district court judge has ruled. Oh, so there was some giant Krampus versus everyone. um, Krampus versus an author copyright lawsuit that happened and it was just settled in march 26 of 2020 i wonder if it's literally because we're saying krampus and not the actual art but when some i was assuming because for those of you don't know teespring was like hey you may have violated copyright with this image we're taking it or with this campaign we're taking Mm -hmm. it down and they didn't actually actually say why and they said that we could dispute it when i tried to dispute it they have a little form that's like dispute here. The form connects to their customer service. So I clicked on that when I brought up like, Hey, I did the design. They said that they don't do customer service for those issues. I don't know what to do. Yeah. They were like, we can pass this on to somebody else, but this customer service is literally for customers as in the people who buy merchandise. And I said, okay, is there part, is there like a partner support? Because I'm in here as somebody who's curated designs to sell. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, we'll see what we can do. And I <laughs> nothing back. So I just yeah. changed the design slightly. I do personally like it. I have the Krampus joggers on right now. They're my personal favorite um, product just because the, the leggings are so fucking nice and thick. Yeah, they look great. They look super cool. We've gotten... And thank you for that foot modeling as well. Um, we got really good feedback about the cult member pullovers being very comfy. Um, my partner got the bucket hat, the angel bucket hat, and it's fucking sick. It looks so sweet. It looks so cool. Super excited about that. You can get all of the merch in every single bio on all forms of social media There's a link tree and it has a direct URL link to our merch site. So go check that out. Also there, you can find a link to 
Kelly Holloran stickers and enamel pins or Wildwood Owl on Etsy. You'll find links to follow us on all versions of social media as well. Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook group, our Discord server, how to support us on Patreon, which is the most important thing because that's the only place where we actually get money, everything else. We donate to charity. So check that shit out. And then you can individually follow us on whatever. I'm Noelle Fain, and that is Sithlard. Yeah, and if you notice that something is not up in our merch anymore, feel free to just send me a picture of goat say and a little bit of information about what's missing because I don't know because Teespring doesn't tell me. Yeah, they, they told do me have with Krampus and I tried to fight it, but the biblically accurate angel stuff. Yeah, I don't even know how long that's been down because I just so happened to get a message about someone being like, "Hey, I wanted to buy the biblically accurate bucket hat and I can't find it anywhere and then oh i was like oh here's all of it's gone too is when they delete it i have to go in and redo everything it's not just a re-upload i have to go in with the original photoshop files import them put them on the design manipulate that it's starting from fucking scratch uh they're I so lucky that they handle everything like they handle making the products and sending them out because I would light everything on fire if that wasn't the case. It's it's weird because both you and I work in an industry where we have to deal with people. A little, you used to more than I do right now, um, but you are in the position that I'm in now mm-hmm. uh, of having to deal. And the, the tier of customer support is so they do such a bad job as somebody speaking as a supervisor. I can't even get That's, in contact with them. But you know what? It might be brilliant. It, it is. Brilliant. I see it on both sides because we like when we work in worked and you work in our version of customer service, we are business to product. We aren't customer to product they purchased. We are bus- the, the actual company and the actual businesses support which would be like you reaching out to Teespring and being like, hey, I'm selling products and making designs on your website. What the fuck's happening? And they literally just said, write it down on a piece of paper. Go potentially bathroom floor, bedroom floor, maybe the side of your couch, whatever's the most comfortable for you. Um, Go ahead and slide your undies and pants down to around (laughs) your ankles and or knees. Get into a laying on your side, laying sideways, knees at maybe a 90 degree angle or as close to up towards your stomach as you can get. On that piece of paper where you've written down your complaints and or feedback and or questions, go ahead and fold that up into as tiny of a little square as you can. Um, Cough out, like cough and on the outtake, go ahead and take that piece of paper and shove it directly up your ass. Is and as that's far our as, customer service. <laughs> so, as far as cus- yeah, as far as customer service with Teespring is concerned, I am the end butt of the <laughs> I just get shit in my mouth and I can give nothing back. I don't know what to do. It's so um, wild. It's but so I'm playing wild. the game. I'm just playing yeah. the game by re-up. It's not the first time something's gone down. The cult member thing mm-hmm. went. It just got removed one day. And you're like, where is it? I'm like, I don't know. That's why it's <laughs> like question. cult member 2.0. Yeah. Because they don't also, they remove it completely, but you can't use the same name. Fuckers. I can only have so many puns. Uh, 
know. That's my only thing. I'm so I'm on like stage 12 of the Krampus design. So now the description is just call your grandma, you piece of shit. Like I don't know. Demon. Holiday demon. Holiday yeah. goat. I um, should probably festive go in. monster. I should but... probably do like Kroger brand festive monster <laughs> design. Uh, Eastern block monster. Oh, it's <laughs> killing me, man. I love that. And speaking of uh, other things that are killing us, um, Patreon is going to be late this week. We'll put it out on Sunday because mentally I cannot. <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone knows anything, they should know that Patreon is where this shit goes down. By agreeing to Patreon and paying a dollar, you are also virtually signing an NDA. And there is just so much toxic avenger sludge inside of me that it would go against all legal guidelines if we were to get on patreon tonight that i have yeah. to wait 70 72 hours <laughs> i know I it's talk been about it. a day when um a text message from noel moves into our work slack mm-hmm. moves from work slack into a voice memo mm-hmm. that i have to download in yes. order to play the voice memos you were sending me today were so long that I was downloading them mm-hmm. um, to the point where I would have to start a few over because my phone would shut down <laughs> it, and it would just be like, Boop, and, I'm like yeah. Fuck, and it doesn't let you start back up in the middle. It doesn't. No, it's it's terrible design. It uh, is terrible. So that was my, my day of just listening to your voice memos while simultaneously being screamed at on the phone. For a I solid do. eight hours. I do love that so much. And it hasn't just been a day. It's been a week. I've taken yeah. L's all week long. It's exhausting at this point. The only dub I have is that I've taken so many L's that it's just come back around to like fully <laughs> mental breakdown hours. <laughs> just starting off this Zoom meeting with you like laugh, cry, <laughs> get hysterically at me. They it's also true. made me laugh, cry. I'm like, hey, I'm not even that stressed. That's how powerful my emotions were. So yeah. that's why you guys don't get a Patreon because it would end my life. Yeah, no, it's um, just an hour of Noel sobbing into the microphone, really. <laughs> but it's like that fun hysterical cry where we yeah, also you were laughing and crying for sure. Yeah. You kept the humor to it, and I appreciate that. You know, as as you do, I'm both clowns, the happy and the sad. Yeah. Also, shout out to um, Lauren. Last night, I went to a show. I went to see Citizen oh, and. Yes. They are also going to be touring with Turnstile, so shout out to anyone going to that. And I was in line for an overpriced drink, and she was like, hey, is your name Noelle? And I was like, yes, it is. And she was like, I'm Lauren. I have listened to the podcast forever. And I was like, people, listen to us. I'm going to preemptively apologize to Lauren, because when you texted me that, I recommended that you attack her with iron. To make sure she wasn't a fucking fey folk, because Noelle and I assumed that people listened to us zero percent of the time yeah so whenever somebody actually admits to listening to the podcast uh we assume that they're nefarious creatures from the (laughs) other world it's true and we will attack accordingly it is very true also sorry to everyone on facebook i've once again abandoned facebook and i'm back on discord i just saw too many terrible things on that godforsaken hellscape of a shithole and so I'm back on Discord. So if you want to hang out and talk and talk uh, sh- talk shit, talk about art, say inappropriate things, come to Discord. Where not only it's a free speech zone, it's the Wild West out there. We do whatever we want, say whatever we want. Find the link in the link tree. Love to see it. Um, 
And I, I have to say, I am sad that you started this episode with the disclaimer because Why? I also have a disclaimer. Oh God. Because we fucked up really bad. Bro, bro, this is literally the, call a lawyer. That's what we need. Yeah, right we're gonna now. have to call a lawyer. We can't afford one. So if anyone out there knows pro bono work, this is historical. This is the first ever time we have to issue a retraction on information that we've shared on our very serious podcast. Great. Um I fear that the way we have misaligned the royal family, particularly Queen Elizabeth, as a legion of reptilian warriors has been incorrect, and we must formally apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, in response to the cease and desist, I want yeah. to say that we in no way believe that the royal family are reptilians, particularly Elizabeth and her spawn. <laughs> and yeah. we will never say so yeah. again. If we do, it is in parody and we formally apologize. It, will, it won't happen again, Liz, and consider us humbled. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> did you just call Queen Elizabeth Liz? <laughs> yeah. She's like Miss Frizzle's lizard. <laughs> just a little chameleon that wants to hang out. Liz, hey, Liz. Hey, Lizzie. <laughs> um, so yeah. Stupid. Hey, Liz. Hey, Liz. I do want to say with a big however that while we will retract any and all claims we've ever made of them being reptilians, now is the time that we are going to double down on them being blood-sucking shapeshifters. Yes. We just got the fucking details wrong. We got the zip code incorrect. We are correcting that now. They are not shape-shifting reptilians. They are fucking werewolves. I agree to this. This is the first time in the history of us that you've come out swinging with some nonsense, but I have to fully fucking agree because before we even get into the Royal family, it's a Royal bloodline connection with werewolves. Like, I don't know how you would say this. Is it 2100 BC? 2100 BC. I don't know. I wasn't alive, so who cares? But then, in the Epic of Gilgamesh, that's where the first writings and transcriptions of werewolves were documented and spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also like a what was it? And it, like for him, it was that like a girl that he was like into and dating was eating men, and they were like werewolf, which is respectable. And then there's a 43 BC story that's in some. You know, I don't know religion that well, despite being the number one source of religious commentary. There's some sort of religious story about the legend of Lycone, and Lycone was a king. That's Greek. That's Greek. <laughs> like <laughs> he's greek yeah i like i was expecting like sumerian transcript it could um, be sumerian but no it's if okay it's, <laughs> he's greek the guy who's king of arcadia is that who yeah you're talking about? yeah he's the king of arcadia that's, <laughs> that's greek i thought that greek mythology <laughs> <laughs> christian i'll be real with you <laughs> well not only not christian i thought it was uh judaism because it, they have the same have, difference you know, they have the book with the talking snakes so i'm like he's got to be there <laughs> he's got to be in that one i'm sure it's been ripped off by christianity to death at this point yeah. honestly it's fine 
Also, like, whenever we say Zeus, I just replace it with God because they're going off of the same notes anyway. It, yeah, it's like when people spell your name wrong or if I call you Daisy, mm-hmm. you got to be there from the beginning to understand you know. what that name means. It's, it's true. When they say Zeus, they mean God. And when they say Thor, they mean Jesus. Get with the program, you guys. I'm assuming that um, Lycone, the king of Arcadia, is also – what? A, don't the Bible have just like regular-ass names like Michael and John? It's probably one of those guys. You know, I'm going to assume I actually don't. That would be a really interesting thing to dive into. If there are werewolves in the Bible, there's dinosaurs in the Bible. Um, you know what else is in the Bible? Lies. So anyway, <laughs> you know, I know it's not in the Bible. White but. people. <laughs> That's so true. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Anyway, so Greek mythology or Judaism, whatever, whatever we want to call it. It's all Greek to me, baby. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna um, call the police on that. Anyway, he was a he was a shitty king, and he loved to talk shit about Zeus to the point where he was like, "Zeus is a pussy ass bitch," and he says that he watches all of us all the time. Like God, um, but I think he's a bluffing ass hoe. And then apparently he tried to like trick him by feeding him one of his own child children, which wasn't a big deal because he had like a thousand no he had like 20 or something yeah so it didn't really Zeus matter. got his ass though yeah and then zeus was like bitch i do be watching like gone and now you all are cursed to be werewolves so and it's like a royal family curse from the king of arcadia back in 43 bc and if we have learned anything from history is that it fucking repeats itself well if we want to believe that all royal families are just incestual pools of cum then it's (laughs) it's you know who's to say that you know the legend of like cohen isn't dripped down into the current royal family it it would explain a lot of things because i feel like we tend to use myth to explain our behaviors or we use ritual to explain like our obsessions Mm -hmm. this is such a stone throw from human behavior to just merely explain away shitty human conditions to like, Oh, it's because I have a Royal bloodline and that's why I'm awful. It's, it's the same with those like huge chins that came about. It was like called like the fucking Hubner chin. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I guess chins and the French. Yeah. I talk about this so often that I like, what's the family name? Cause it's like, <laughs> I I wrote who has the big ass chins in the French family and Google translated it to French. Big ass chins is gross cold mentons. I I don't know how to pronounce French words. That Um, did not sound French at all. Yeah. It's like the royal incestuous giant chin epidemic. (laughs) Giant chin. Yeah, I just remember the pictures. Habsburg jaw. Habsburg jaw, yes, because there's a beautiful, and you know when they were doing those hand-painted portraits, they were even, like, leaning into essentially the that time period's version of, like, what's it called? The face apps where you make yourself skinny and hot? Facetune. They're Facetune. Facetune. Facetune, yeah. Like, you don't know. I don't use Facetune. Like, I use a is, Korean one. Yeah, you're like, what is Facetune in Photoshop? I'm just so naturally beautiful. No way. I don't, I, don't, I don't use Facetune because they rip all of you Caucasians off. I use the Korean beauty apps with the free filters because they don't fucking play. They're like, fuck your 99 cents a month. You can 
carve your jawline in for the price of one 15-second ad. And I'm like, thank you, South Korea. That's what I wanted. Um, so anyway, there's that beautiful like timeline of watching it get giant Just and giant, worse. like Johnny Bravo style over time. It's stunning. And then yeah. by the end of it, it's like, and what I'm saying is those painters were really pulling it back. So God only knows. How I'll actually share the Habsburg was. jaw to just our Instagram story right now. So by the time this episode comes out, people can see it. People are going to just be like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Cryptic shit. Um, um, it's just a giant. It's a giant diving board of a chin. Before anybody like misaligns, I too have a face for radio, but these people have a face for fucking radio. <laughs> uh, very unfortunate looking. Um, I love it though, personally. I've been obsessed with just royal incestuous inbreeding for quite a while. Who isn't? It's so enjoyable because they believe that they are the chosen people of God and then they look like a piece of dog shit on someone's shoe and it's like to have that type of first of all ego and and then that sense of like disillusion and disassociation it's incredible that's a superpower as far as i'm concerned that's a human superhero just off of the fact that they can look at their quasimodo looking ass in the mirror and be like i am god's favorite (laughs) and they would do anything i would do anything for that the habsburg family were a bunch of just like drooling fools And the fact that they, you know what, this is why the French loses wars. And I know that's just a stereotype, but until you stop fucking each other, I'll stop. It's it's not a stereotype (laughs) if it happens every single time historically. That's Um, that's how that works. The Um, amount of superiority I felt as an American after doing, oh, this is a very historically heavy episode, probably like the most historical research I've personally had to do. The ethnocentric American nature where I was reading about the Boston Tea Party again. Mm-hmm. I felt like an asshole. I was like, that's what's up. Tax what? my tea. Tax my stamps. <laughs> I felt, oh. I was like playing NWA in the background. Like, fuck. We're playing now. I but went, it wasn't oh. like, fuck the police. It was like, fuck the royal family. Yeah, I went, this Everyone's going to have to strap in. We're talking straight history today. I had no, no idea. Um, and I have a feeling that when we jump into a little bit more context of who we're talking about, that you had no idea either. I have very few ideas, honestly. It's, it's you know, that monkey with the the tambourine and you wind him up and he just goes around and slap. That's what's in my head, honestly, all the time. Yeah. All right. So here's our history lesson. Let's start with King George III. I guarantee you know who this is, even if you are kind of scratching your head at not knowing who it is. King George III is the king who lost the American colonies to the Americans during the Revolutionary War. Mm. You know what's tough, too, is when you look up these motherfuckers, they all look the same. Yeah, he looks just like King Henry. And if you're not King Henry, you're all King Henry. Yeah, to me, that's true. Everyone's beheading their wives. Everyone's um, killing Anne Boleyn at this point. In my side opinion. question, yeah, why is there a connection between? Okay, you know what? This is for another time. Okay, 
There's entire articles about the unsettling parallels between King George III and Donald Trump. And it's pictures of Donald Trump's face photoshopped on King George III. So uh, I'm not going to put in. Well, I can't even do that because King King George III had 15 kids, loved all of them. Can't say the same for Trump. Oh, zero parallels. <laughs> zero parallels. Um, we can go. We're going to talk quite extensively well, about his Trump life. Wants to fuck his daughters, so like the maybe incest. he does love them. Maybe and the, the incest, incest is there. Yeah. Okay. This guy wasn't incestual though, so I don't know the parallels oh. either. Um, so he was born June fourth, seventeen thirty, to the Prince of Wales' father, Frederick. And non-related mother, the princess of Saxe-Gotha, Augusta. Britannia, I'm trying to, you know, you all have been roasting me for all of my sources. And I'm trying to, like, pull <laughs> good sources now. No way. Everyone loves that oh your sources are, like, <laughs> someone's fucking, fucking WordPress site from 2003. So, Everyone loves that. I don't know how much the Encyclopedia Britannica counts as a good source, but this is where I found a lot of information. <laughs> Encyclopedia about- Britannica? <laughs> Hey, it got us all through sixth grade. Uh, Maybe you, when you went to school in 1902, you old ass bitch. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got me saying um again, and I'm trying to not do that. Because I need to look at you to yell at you, and then I need to look at the notes. It's because your dumb brain was (laughs) formed off of an Encyclopedia Britannica. It's Alzheimer's. It kicks in at my age. So, <laughs> talk Britannia. about slow mental development it was slow to begin with instead of for failure oh fuck britannica describes george iii as quote a child of strong feelings but of slow mental development that's also what i describe you as. <laughs> lots of yelling not enough receptors to pass the thoughts from one yeah, it's like the other. yelling looks impassioned, but no one knows what it means. <laughs> it's, just, it's when people at church start speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah. The passion is there, but the context pure gibberish. <laughs> so oh, man, uh, it it apparently it was very difficult to teach such a boy. It he again a quote from Britannica. George was described as being difficult to teach, but too easy to command, which produced in him an appearance of apathy. Um, And you know what the best part is? That the royal family was like, perfect guy to lead a country. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yes. It was um, one of those stupid Austin Powers moments where he's just taking pictures of it and just yelling yes the entire time. They're like, this guy, slow and dumb. Perfect dude. Yeah. Honestly, we've continued. This may have happened. It, he may have been born in 1730, but this opinion, stance, encouragement of slow people with strong feelings ruling countries, That's, we still keep it up yeah. to 2020. Now that you've today. said the Trump parallel, except this sentence, next sentence especially makes sense because despite. Being mentally slow and illiterate until he was 11, George III was close to his family and liked to keep his circle pretty tight. (laughs) Similar to Trump, who wants to fuck his kids. But George III did keep, he did not fucking play the politics game. He just kept. Because he didn't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you were like beating two rocks together and sending like 
sparks with sticks going up into the air. He didn't get it. He was like, he could not play the politics game because he can't read or speak. Yeah, so just, nobody understand the like understood the thumping of his chest in the court this, comments. The drooling, spitting, and screaming, and they're like, uh huh. So anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. They they're like he's just upset today, and they give him they gave him something like colorful, like a piece of tin to play with. <laughs> yeah, what's fun for a, for a slow person? <laughs> yeah. They were just like uh, have this flower, and he just eats it and then cries. They're like, oh, yeah, well, that was exact. I would like next to assume time. I sleep easy at night, knowing. Also, I look forward to our two Patreon people from the UK to give us their opinions on this. I wonder if. George is also shit. I'll go, I'll say it how across the ponders would. I wonder if he's also shat upon as hard as uh, he is here. I would say, I honestly, I might be speaking on a turn because I live in the shithole hamburger of America, but I don't think that most people like the royal family. I think they like the haughty youngies, but they don't like the old crusty meanies. They like Princess Diana, I'm sure. And yeah, and it. I think they like Kate, I think, even though I, I'm pretty sure. They Who do, knows? actually. I feel like they do like Kate, just based on how the media portrays Kate in the UK versus how the me- media portrays Kate here. Like, here she's mostly a fashion symbol, but over there, it's almost like Jesus and Carhead. Yeah. Well, Megan over there is Satan. Well, that's because uh, the royal family is racist, and she is a shade darker than Alabaster. So, just a shade, just a shade. She's me after I spend a summer in the sun, literally. And they hate they're it. they're such weirdos, such little weirdos. Mm. Oh, I'm a tea crumpets. I'm a fucking racist, or whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which makes sense. All descendants of George the Third. Mm-hmm. So. He was pretty sheltered, obviously, because he couldn't read or communicate well until he was 11. <laughs> no shit, huh? <laughs> but his horizons expanded, and this is a very soft way of saying his horizons expanded at age 12, because his dad died of a burst lung abscess after getting hit in the chest with a cricket bat. That's the most British shit I've ever heard in my it, yeah. life. It caused a pulmonary embolism, and his dad just fucking died. Shout out to them knowing Cricket. what a pulmonary embolism no, is, they though. Didn't. Oh, they, okay. <laughs> he died of a lung affectation or whatever. Uh huh. It was. It's scientists nowadays trying to determine his what his symptoms were versus how he died, like d- deciding what that could have been. Because really, if he would have been hit in the chest with a cricket bat and managed to live a few days after, just coughing up blood, sounds like a pulmonary embolism, which is what happened. Yeah, and honestly, back in the day, Britain in the 1700s, coughing up blood for a few days after riding your horse and playing with men, par for the course. It was posh at the time, I assume. Yeah. So in preparation for taking the throne, George's mom did actually do a good job where she didn't immediately insist that he jump right into politics. She oh, no him- shit. The guy who couldn't talk. They were like, let's <laughs> yeah. give him a second. <laughs> mom, mom kept old Georgie relatively isolated and insisted that he start to receive tutoring from a Scottish noble named Lord Bute, who did eventually become prime minister. So and this may also be part because of George's mom wanting to protect him, but George II, everyone in his family fucking hated him, especially his son, 
especially his daughter-in-law and especially his grandson. So I'm not sure if this is really her keeping him from the throne to educate him or keeping him from his grandpa or maybe both. Mm -hmm. He did eventually catch up in education and became quite astute. So I mean, for the time, though, for the 1760s, what is that? He just wasn't barking at people anymore to carry on a conversation before the narcolepsy. Kicked in, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. So so he even though he was only 12 when he was technically in line for the throne, it wasn't until 1760 after his grandpa died that George III actually became the big, big king and not just king in title alone. Okay. He was quickly married off a year after his coronation to Queen Charlotte, and they had a hearty litter of 15 kids. God bless that fucking girl's uterus, dude. <gasps> and you know they didn't have transvaginal mesh back then. No. She just and must have been a cough away from it falling out. That was when you just gave birth on a prayer with warm yeah. water and a dish rag. Oh, my gosh. So... And again, we can't, well, I can't even think about it. Again, we can't really mention George III without bringing up the American Revolution. He has a lot of history that we're not going to totally go into here because it's kind of boring. But he is the king who implemented the stamp tax, as mentioned. And my favorite personal fallout of the Revolutionary War was the Boston Tea Party. I know that's been zhuzhed up a bit, but I still want to believe that we threw all the tea into the harbor and then did one of these. Uh, where you like, you yeah, know, everyone, they did the hit of the crotch. Yeah. The their little like white okay. bloomers and their fluffy white wigs. They all did a collective suck it on the count of three. Like they were headlining a corn concert. And this is the like, type of discourse for America. I like to see. Yeah. Lately, it's been a little racist. I wish we could all bond over our hate of taxes once more. I sure do. Future. I sure want to. I bond about my hate over taxes as Elon Musk is out here begging all his fucking simps who make 30000 a year to support him in banning a billionaire tax. A billionaire tax. Are you kidding me? In your Honda Civic from 2003 that's held together with zip ties and good intentions, yeah. you think they're coming for you? Elon Musk is the equivalent of the Marie Antoinette quote of let them eat cake. Yeah. Just out of touch. He is. He is, but he's on, bro, I know that you don't do Twitter, sidebar, talking about people who are perceived as royal and loved, but they're actually demon werewolves. Fucking Elon Musk out here being like, once they come for me, a billionaire whose wealth is so unrealistic to you common peasants that you would never even come close. Once they tax me, they're coming for you and your white refrigerators and fucking flat tires. Hey, <laughs> and then you're like, my refrigerator isn't white anymore because I bought contact paper off of Amazon. To make it <laughs> wrapped in stainless steel. <laughs> you and your fake, you and your fucking knockoff, your knockoff fucking stainless steel refrigerators. Buy it at and Walmart. Then, people think I got it at Lowe's, baby. What's and then up? he, uh, he fucking says that shit. And then he'll go on the fucking timeline and be like, 
because of inflation, 69 is now 420. And everyone's like, ha ha, Elon's like one of us. And I'm like, Elon is not like any of us. Elon is a weird little French fucking twat who probably gets his balls licked by a certified ball licker every day who he pays $15 an hour. Like, No no. health benefits, though. Not a single health benefit. Um Elon Musk is the front butt of the human centipede. (laughs) (laughs) He's just shitting and yelling. And we all have to eat it. He, what is he to me? Elon Musk to me is like a a little like dingleberry that's attached to my dog's asshole. That's like 50% hair, 50% shit. And she keeps running from me and won't let me try to like get it out with toilet paper. And then she ends up just smashing her butt on the floor and wiping it across the floor. That's what Elon Musk is to me. Yeah, but you bought store brand paper towels to clean it up and not the yep. brand brownie. So it rips the paper towel, gets out yep. of your hands. Yeah, it's true. It. It's true. <sighs> anyway, speaking of weirdos. Anyway. <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about. But so Boston Tea Party, Chef's Kiss. Oh, that's where we got. That's yeah. it. All <laughs> connects again. Oh, here party. we go again. Talking about taxes. <laughs> so the British, in my opinion, firmly walloped in the American Revolution. And mm-hmm. George III was a pretty wounded guy reputation-wise. Oh, no shit, because he lost the colonies <laughs> and they created yeah. the America. He lost the colonies to people who would give birth to people like us. Yeah, <laughs> massive L's. <laughs> massive L's. Oh, fucking offensive. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it all checks out that this guy was drooling and ruling a country at the same time. Oh, my God. You got yeah. taken out by my relatives. Actually, you didn't. My family came to Ellis Island in the early um 1920s <laughs> so but uh which is actually good because i think if your family was here during the Boston tea party they probably stuck around for some other unfortunate stuff that was happening down south for a while uh and i am proud to say my family wasn't here for that uh you can't though because you're yeah. you know well I cannot because my grandpa was adopted and he never found his birth family. Culturally I am safe because he was adopted okay. on a Navajo Indian reservation mm-hmm. and raised by the people on that reservation so culturally am safe. We'll just agree uh, that that's it. We shouldn't dig into any more because we, I know it, you're yeah. pretty close to Germany as well and that makes me feel uncomfy sometimes. But ver- but yeah, so father born in bavaria that's why you look the way you do look at how white i am i'm almost like purple it's true you're like see-through a little bit it's that edward scissorhand scene where she's trying to match the mary Kay makeup yeah and she's just mixing in the lavender trying to get it she's like darn this stuff because it does it yeah if Dying you my stand hair darker has made me even more pale. It's literally made it worse. If you stand in front of the sun, if you stand in front of the direction of the sun, we could see the veins and blood vessels mm-hmm. through you. We could see your entire nervous system. It's really I'm, cool. I'm that meme where it says Irish girl sunbathing. And then it says not that one because she's so fucking pale. You don't notice her at first. You have to go mm-hmm. back to the photo. That's so you. very Paper. bright. Um, I do my anyway. best to not be shitty though. Good job. We all should. At the end of the day, we should all try. I, the, yeah. I I recognize that I have fallen from the racial throne of the ancestors that may or may not have curated my family line 
And yeah, I'm you're just blonde and blue-eyed Caucasian. It's not going good for you, my dude. No, but I'm trying to change. That's all that matters. So, <laughs> George III, a fellow Kaj. That's what we like to call ourselves, the fellow Kajs. <laughs> he was totally reluctant when it came to admitting defeat formally, but he did eventually concede that he lost the Americas to the Americans. I don't want to give him a shout out. He was actually kind of cool about it eventually, but in keeping par for the course, fucking. So George III was personally blamed for all the instability during his reign, although a lot of the bad decisions had actually come from his cabinet in the commons. As it always does, like peace and love, like president, king, queen, they're just the face that gets the beating and the hangings and the decapitations. It's, it's yeah. the it's the hand of the king. It's the round table. It's the cabinet. Those are the ones making the decisions. It's the same thing we got going on right now. Our president may be shitty. People can kind of let that slide, but everybody's worried about who's controlling Congress, who's controlling mm-hmm. like the House of Representatives, all yep. the judges, yep. the real power behind any mm-hmm. political movement. It's true. So it did take him a few decades, lots of tumultuous dealings in politics that we're not really going to mention here. He did kind of start to play the game closer towards the end of his reign, but it was towards the end of the reign that even though he became a little bit politically savvy, his personal problems kicked in. So like we mentioned, George III had 15 kids and he was a good dad. I do want to say he was a good dad. He absolutely loved his children, but it kind of was a downfall only in the sense that a lot of his duties fell to the wayside just based on the complications in geographical and political distancing that comes with royal marriages, meaning that George III's kids grew up and he couldn't keep them physically close because they started to get married off. Mm. He realized that as he was marrying his kids off for one political purpose or another, that he was more bothered by his royal responsibilities And he often mentioned that it was so painful for him that he would want to abdicate the throne specifically so he could be done with political drama, done with royal drama and keep his kids just close. That's essentially all he wanted. He loved his wife. They were married for like, I think 50 years. And he especially loved his kids and all of the stress of not being able to keep them under one close family unit led to what historians like to refer to as a political breakdown a violent breakdown, if you So what the experts believed happened to George III was he struggled with a metabolic defect called porphyria. Okay. What is that? Porphyria. I Googled it. It's, it's a defect that means that George III had a buildup of natural chemicals in his blood. This buildup caused side effects like pain, excited overactivity, delirium, even paralysis at this point. Maybe I have this. Maybe. I looked it up. Uh, it's it's one of those diseases that seems like it gets blamed for a lot of historical craziness. Like Mad King disease, which is just like chlamydia. Yes. It's, it is something that we can test for currently, but as far as trying to determine if that's what some of these people suffered, the DNA, I don't think holds up to where we could actually test that mm-hmm. because obviously the blood is gone. 
Like we can test some things after a certain. Yeah, apparently everyone can test the blood of Jesus on the fake piece of carpet, but no one can test this king's blood from 1778. <laughs> we don't go back to trying to disprove me on wrong episodes. We just assume <laughs> right. So it is this porphyria diagnosis that historians use to explain George's 1778 months-long period of violent insanity. We just call that menstruating. (laughs) How did British people laugh? Because I I know the French, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the like British? is it just <laughs> yeah how do you sound how do you sound pompous because like <laughs> isn't in spanish instead of saying haha it's like jaja <laughs> well yeah it's like jaja being but it's only just because the j is the same as like the h noise so phonetically oh. <laughs> it's the same but written uh, out it's different it looks like jaja ja, ja. <laughs> yeah it's just jaja ja, 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 ja. um, the british i think it's like a her Home quite. That's how they laugh. <laughs> 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 I have no teeth. <laughs> I don't know why when I laugh like that, I immediately fold yeah. my lips over my teeth. You have to. That's how I did it as well. <laughs> you know, voice acting classes for the best voice actors, um, you and I, to make a British laugh, fold your lips over your teeth. Um, Chelsea is pretty good at it because she has tiny lips. I have filled my colonizer lips with lip filler, so it's a little bit tougher for me, but still try and then go. <laughs> but also fold back into the thumb head. So this yeah. is my jaw in a normal position. Mm-hmm. This is my jaw folded. Touch back. your the tip of your jaw to the back of your neck. And- <laughs> yeah, you have to make contact with the spine and then fold <laughs> your lips over your teeth and. <laughs> 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 And that's it. That's, that's such a good British laugh. laugh, dude. That's so that's good. Try not to smile, though. Absolutely no humor is involved with a British It's true. Laugh. Nothing funny has ever come out of Britain. I've seen Flight no. of the Concords. It's not that good. It's overrated. It is. And I'm not afraid to lie. Come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally come for me. Because Literally come I'm for so, me. I'm so juiced up on fucking American history right now. Yeah. I will fight. The British Canada. office can suck my dick and choke. Not even funny. It's, I said it. What are they going to do? Bite your dick? They can't even laugh with their teeth. <laughs> They're going to gum you to death. And they it, eat blood sausage and beans. I don't yeah, need to hear gross. it from them. Sickos. That is gross. Somebody needs to explain that to me. So, according to history.com, the, they just straight up restrained George III during this time and carried up out like business was normal there wasn't really a protocol for and the king loses his mind other than putting him in a straight jacket do you think that they would have had a protocol considering it happened in every single royal family yeah no they just straight up were like he's going through one of his episodes let him throw his tea against the wall and scream gibberish into the mm. sky and the comments it's the same as if the president's out of commission the the That's rest true. of the political wheel just kept on rolling that's true actually maybe the protocol was just putting him in a straight jacket and letting him sip tea with his toes and it probably worked because he did calm down for about 12 years hmm, and good for him yeah and during the 12 years for like all peace and love it seems like he was a good king uh he was known as the beloved monarch and symbol of stability 
during the era of France's own revolutionary garbage. So as an p- example, surprisingly enough, he did a good job during those 12 years. But, and it's a big but, 1804 comes around and George is hit with another short period of going absolutely fucking insane, but he recovers quickly. So, yeah, too bad it was in 1804 because he could have just bought like a Corvette like most middle-aged crisis men do. Yeah, in my dad's case, I love my dad. He bought himself a car, like a brand new. I don't even know what he got. I think it was literally a Corvette, but it's he a, deserves it. And I'll it's never secure. say otherwise. It's secure. It made Maybe him feel better, do. man. Yeah. You take that government payout from my dead mom and you buy a fucking nice car and I will Absolutely. never critique you otherwise. Absolutely. I wish George would have done the same. He was a very frugal king, actually. He didn't, he wasn't very lavish. His son was, didn't talk about it in the episode. I was forced to learn it during research. So now everybody here knows. Mm-hmm. Very frugal king. You know, maybe he should have spent a little bit. Maybe it would have made him feel better. At least a bath bomb to feel May, special. You know, yeah. It could have cured all of this. Probably. Honestly, if he would have gotten on like wish.com, even with just a $30 budget at two in the morning, like a goblet of wine in and just got a bunch of little knickknacks that come in the mail over a six month period of time. But it's like every time you open the mailbox, there's a little trinket for you to remind you to stay connected to earth. It's not the value. It's ow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's exactly that. I just snatched the fuck out of my finger. <laughs> it's not the value of the owl. <laughs> so my, the, the handle or like the armrest <laughs> of my chair is perfectly level with my desk. Uh-huh. And somehow my finger was went under the whole thing of it. Jesus, do we even need to, do we need to edit this out? No, leave oh! it. Um, oh, I felt that in my butthole, man. <laughs> So you he know, was once again, once again, we said a child of strong feelings oh. with slow mental development. And then she oh. goes and proves us right again. I'm going to have to go shop on Wish to make myself feel better now. <laughs> oh, in six oh. months, I'm going to remember this moment when all of my merchandise arrives. <laughs> when your little mini Pokemon pocket sized characters come in and you're like, ah, oh, yes, serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, for low key, I do have a shopping problem. I should probably get therapy soon. Well, at least you're not a mad king about it. <laughs> Moving on. I would be if I had a, a court of people who even listen to me. I can't even get my own dog to like me. That's true. I'm a store brand King George III. So 1804 goes a little crazy again, recovers quickly. Six years later, 1810 hits like a fucking freight train for old George. Mm-hmm. He goes off the deep end. He... Went so crazy that his son, George IV, had to step in and take over for the War of 1812. And luckily, he did secure a victory against Napoleon. And although it is a little sad that his son had to take over, it was definitely for the best. Normally, in royal history, kings were just allowed to be insane during their Mm -hmm. entire reign. So this established that once somebody wasn't at full mental faculty, that somebody else could step in and help. Yeah. And honestly, I'm happy Napoleon was beaten. It was also during this time that the rumors about him being short came around because they issued war propaganda of George holding a little baby Napoleon in the palm of his hand. And that started the rumor of him being small. I'm obsessed with that rule. Oh, I love it. So... 
Oh, you know? <gasps> you uh, know that another word for what is it? The pora pora the the porphyria? Porphyria. You know what they call that nowadays? Werewolf disease. Also commonly known as what? I don't even know. Bipolar this. disorder. <gasps> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So he had like actual, okay. We may have to edit out the part where we made fun of him earlier, but I didn't know that. I'm merely educated. Porphyria (laughs) is, but even like bipolar disorder or mania is also, I feel like a catch all for mental illness. Well, they, they say it's either. They say it's like, they think it could be pyphoria or it's been suggested Bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder. I could kind of see it, but I feel like the fact that his mania was not in a cyclical type thing and would often go on for 12 years doesn't mm-hmm. seem very I'm not an expert. I only actually just dis- disregard what I said. They do think that porphyria could be just like another catch-all for something like bipolar disorder. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like they try to explain an overall sense of you know, unhinged choices, whether it's mm-hmm. from chlamydia or ghosts in your blood. But interesting that, like, it's been recently suggested that historians are like, it could be this pyphoria, which we've essentially like, made up as, like, this is mm-hmm. what happens when you eat rotten food and your brain goes numb. Um, but could also be bipolar disorder. Interesting. Okay, well, anyway. So this next part, fill me in if this would be a bipolar disorder thing then. Because at one point, George III could not tell the difference between a tree and a human. And there oh. would be points where he would go to meet other royalty and he would go to shake their hand, but at the last minute, he would divert and like go to shake the fake tree hand uh. and be like, hey, nice to meet you. And the royals would kind of, the royal court relevant to George would laugh it off like, ha, 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 ha. so funny trying to not cue in to these yeah. foreign diplomats that something was wrong. Yeah. I don't think bipolar disorder makes you confuse people for trees, but I'm assuming that that's where the porphyria comes into play. Yeah. It's kind of just a band-aid of what was going on with him. Yeah, no, I agree to that. I wouldn't be pressed to say that in severe mania where you haven't slept at all, you could start to have hallucinations. True. Um, yeah. I could see that. Um, like, but again, like the big hitter for mania in a bi or in a bipolar, uh, like TM episode is more of the rapid cycling. Mm-hmm. But it's I the someone not sleeping for like a fucking week straight and just only drinking iced coffees, and I could see them, you know, thinking a tree is a person. Yeah, sometimes. And- also, I like do. the weight of an entire country on your shoulders yeah, from the age yeah. of 12. I could, could also be, see that. Could be a lot. I mean, like, yeah, a thing in mania is like can be having hallucina- hallucinations. And to some people, I, like, I hallucinate crocodiles, stuffed animals speaking to me. Some people hallucinate um, trees as humans. So honestly, who are we to judge? Checks out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just someone who is been prescribed Prozac. <laughs> Honestly, Jesus. so and poor George, man, I really got a soft spot for him. I thought I would go in hating him, but his last stint of his 
full-blown episode sounded like it was hell on earth for not only him, but everybody around him. Mm-hmm. He was not only super violent and like crazy fucking dangerous, but in my opinion, this is the worst part. He would get small bouts of sanity where it'd almost be like the light switch was turning on and he would go into this fit of fear and desperation, begging everybody loved for help, for reprieve, being like, I know what I'm doing. I'm so sorry. you got to help me wake up from it. I don't know what to do. Make it stop. Make it stop. And then immediately would go back into kind oh, of his mind's own prison once again, where he so would go. Sad. So he would be aware of what's going on. It was like he was stuck between two worlds, a literal yeah. prisoner in his own body where George, the dad who loved his wife and his kids would come out now and then and apologize in a fucking frantic fever for everything Mm -hmm. he did because he was aware of it before going back into a state where he couldn't control what was going on damn and i was gonna say he sounds kind of like ricky bobby like losing (laughs) it a little bit but this way you took it way sadder i was gonna be fun and then you took Mm -hmm. it sad because it's fucking sad dude he would go into these like chattering fits where he would speak for hours and hours and hours to nothing he would sit on his throne and just start talking in the morning and not stop talking until the next day. Kind of like how so, we do with the podcast. Yeah, but he would start foaming from the mouth. Again, like, kind of like how we do with the podcast. He didn't even have wine on his coffee pad to keep it, you know, like. Yeah. So it, it sounds, that sounds heartbreaking. It's easy to kind of write somebody off if they go full grown insane and you just put them in a padded room. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he would wake up now and then like upset with his actions is so sad to me. Oh, yeah, that is so, so sad. sad. Poor guy. And this last kind of descent into chaos was something George III never recovered from. He passed away deaf and mad on January 29, 1820. I and think that's also how I'm going to die, deaf and mad. Probably. How and I going to hurt my feelings the entire <laughs> way. She died how she lived. (laughs) Died how she lived. Hurting Chelsea's feelings now and then would Venmo her $10 to keep the friendship real. Just bringing her down a peg or two. And you know what? I, you will die, but I will stay humbled. Thank you. Thank you. Noelle. (laughs) True friendship. (laughs) And honestly, until that people still think it was from Porphyria. It, in 2005, there was a study done on George's body. They were able they to- They still ex- have it? it? Well, yeah, it was buried and they just extracted it. Like, Damn, dude. It. This is why They're I'm studying. saying burn me, dog. Like, damn, not even in Leave- death, homie, can yeah. rest. I don't want you to explain what's going on with me. I just want people to think something's ghost just, blood. Just know it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, don't explain it's- it. Nothing good. away something that I could have had fixed by better health coverage. Yeah, just like, yeah, we live, honestly, fuck King George. Because of him, we live in this fucking country where I have to pay $300 for dental cleaning even though I have dental insurance, okay? Yeah. I, I know what's wrong with me. I just want a pill to help me stop being sad. Yeah. And I can't afford it, so I'll just be sad and drink wine. Because of King George III losing the Americas to the Americans, as they're referenced in your notes, even though I really wouldn't call us that, that was like a mishmash of, uh, you know, slow people. Um, 
<laughs> We're because faster of him. than George, man, and that's all that matters. What, what is that? To, what the bars underground? The bar subterranean. Doesn't matter. But because of him, you know, because he lost the Americas. Um, I went to my first ever male doctor as a full grown adult and just started telling him my medical history and how I'm doing. And he prescribed me Prozac. <laughs> I'm fucking jealous. I go to my doctor and tell him that I'm like, Hey, I feel like if I pull out 60 hairs from my forehead, that it will keep my dog alive longer. And he says, okay. Try drinking more water and have better posture. <laughs> I and I go home clicking and ticking in my car like a fucking alien. And I feel like it somehow. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, oh, okay, well, is the, has the dog died? And you're like, no. And he's like, well, then I guess it seems Must to be, be working, working for you. <laughs> the magic in ritual is real. We've been telling you all a lot. I love that, though. I love that. Like, your doctors gaslight your craziness, and my doctors are like two seconds away from prescribing me a vibrator for hysteria. <laughs> we need a fucking flip, dude. It's the thing that makes me crazy is I have my diagnosis of insanity, and I say, hey, this is from a licensed clinical psychologist saying I'm yeah. crazy and they love to see it um and they're just like hmm and you're like I can't eat a full meal unless I have done seven laps around my house and touched mm-hmm. the doorknob three times and they're and like you know what never looked better so. yeah <laughs> and they're like but then you eat afterwards yeah and you're like yeah and they're like okay so it's anyway fine. what mm-hmm. are we talking about this week what are the real problems yeah. so <laughs> anyway three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah and then like you and I and like George, we're going to be dug up, found to have a completely treatable symptom yeah. where it's just pennies on the dollars. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. people are going to think we're crazy. It's true. So they they tested his hair and they found like a lot of arsenic poisoning in his <laughs> yeah, hair. Yeah, no shit. Arsenic but and mercury, baby. I, I, I do want to say, though, that arsenic at the time was in literally everything from makeup to medicine. Yeah, man. That's so, why everyone's fucking skin was peeling off and shit. Yes. They're all crazy. But I also want to be like, you can't just dismiss it to arsenic because that was the fucking Coca-Cola of the time. Everybody had it. And yeah, and they can't. were also washing their hands in shit water. Like, yeah. where are we? Where like, are we? no wonder. Yeah. So it's like, you can't just attribute one if you're not attributing all. It's just my opinion on the arsenic thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to shock anyone when we say mm-hmm. that the diagnosis, diagnosis of like what arsenic poisoning, bipolar disorder in Proferia is a capital bullshit. Yeah. And it isn't the first time that historians have tried to dismiss what is clearly going on here. Mm-hmm. King George III was a fucking werewolf, man. Oh, this, yeah, this checks out. <laughs> and let's talk werewolves real quick. Please, let's absolutely talk werewolves. And I'm glad that you actually brought this up and put it in people's minds at the top of the episode. Because we can pinpoint kind of the or- origin of the history of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Which I will say... More documented than the origin of cats. Cats are sus. They come from space here to kill us all. Yeah. I'm never going to stop saying that. Yeah. But where the oldest piece of literature in human history, the Epic of Gilgamesh, talks about werewolves. They start at the beginning. And again, like we talk about like Greek mythology. It's there. It's in all these major religions throughout the world. Well, the thing about the werewolf also... I see that you're quoting history.com, but I will give you my history.com is there are a lot of things that pop up 
in what they call the collective unconscious or subconscious, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever that is. Um, a popular one that everyone knows about are ghosts. Almost every culture throughout all of history, human and like human written and drawn, there has been a reference to what we now would refer to as like a ghost or a spirit. Doesn't matter where you are geographically, it's been entwined. Also, not to like divert, but pyramids, also a collective yeah. unconscious things. Pyramids show up all over the world at relatively the same not, not like time because mm-hmm. of the collective unconscious. So yeah. Similar and to ghosts, man. Like literally. And the other one that no one really talks about is werewolves because they're obviously written about in the Epic of Gilgamesh. It's back into Greek mythology, or as I like to refer to it, um, Judaism. In a <laughs> just, it's like I like to refer to it the completely wrong thing. Yeah, you know. But I digress. That it's in um, like Norse lore mm-hmm. um, with the berserkers. Um, taking on the embodiment and powers of wolves. It's in Native American lore. It is everywhere that you could possibly imagine. Every culture throughout history and time has had a version of a werewolf, and it has all been documented. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's documented as a form of punishment. Sometimes it's documented as an empowering thing. Sometimes it's documented as inheritance. Sometimes it's documented as a curse. But no matter how it's portrayed, it is portrayed, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something with culture is it's consistently where there's smoke, there's fire. So whether or not you subscribe into the religious beliefs that go into different cultures, these beliefs are rooted in fact, like Hades taking Persephone, for example, explained away the seasons. If you don't believe in Hades and Persephone, that's fine, but you have to understand the science of seasons changing mm-hmm. and werewolves are the same thing, but like where the fuck are, are, you have werewolf, but where are tangible seasonal changes to kind of explain it away? We just haven't fucking found it yet. Doesn't yeah. mean that werewolves aren't real. We just haven't gotten our scientific explanation. Yeah. Well, there was like, there's a version of werewolf lore that was pretty popular in uh, Germany about like a werewolf belt that was a gift from the devil. And when you put it on, you would become a werewolf and could like terrorize and kill and murder. 100%. And Peter Stubb, the werewolf of Bedburg, Germany, and his exactly. Belt. Yep. A thousand percent. And that was like a real time murderer who said that he had the werewolf belt from the devil that was written lore like german folklore for hundreds of years before that even happened and it's just like there it's it's crazy like also you know the being raised by wolves as a werewolf child like it's it's been everywhere there's been sprinkles of werewolves everywhere throughout the world like no one No one wants to talk about how at the same exact time of the Salem witch trials and even the witch trials in um, Europe, pre like a few years before, there was the werewolf trials. And the reason why they put the iron blockades over tombs and caskets was to keep werewolves from coming out of the ground because they were so concerned about that. Mm-hmm. And we have the exact same brains as people during those times. Like there has not been enough time for the evolutionary 
upgrades of like nature to kick in at that point, we think the same way they did. So what it's just a matter of pinpointing what are we doing now culturally to address werewolves in a similar way that they are. Maybe our way is just trying to dismiss it scientifically to porphyria, Mm -hmm. where they had a completely different diagnosis at the time. And it doesn't dismiss the fact that werewolves are fucking real, man. It's just our response to what a werewolf is, is changing. Well, like you want to, you want to know like a little bit of realness about how I feel about werewolves. Cause like, I don't know if anyone knows this. I love werewolves. Um, and because to me, it explains so much about humanity and how we deal with and cope and understand and see things. And as far as I'm concerned, perception is reality. And who's to say that, like, explaining a person's transformation into the fact that they became a completely different person, mm-hmm. almost unrecognizable to you, maybe something that we today now call Prophyria, whatever the fuck you said, yeah, or um, or bipolar mania. disorder, yeah, or mania exactly. is like that is just what these quote unquote werewolf transformations were. They just called it by a different name, but it was mm-hmm. perceived the exact same. And there are versions of like cultural understanding where these types of like you know mental illnesses are a positive or a negative like there are cultures that look at people who had historically things that we would now describe as schizophrenia and they were like leaders of Mm -hmm. like insightful conversation a connection to the gods like we joke about i i joke about how like christianity is just schizophrenia but there is like there is genuinely back in the day like people who now what we would categorize as having these specific mental illnesses were considered like deities on earth and there are versions of cultures who look at where what they call it lichenism um and are like that's a gift from the gods Mm -hmm. and like sometimes it's negative sometimes it's positive but there's a part of me that's like just because we call it by a different name doesn't mean that like that just really wasn't like a werewolf transformation to them i'm i'm 100 on the same same page i you know completely agree yeah it's just like what we talked about earlier like Zeus is God is Odin is Mm -hmm. it's like whatever. And all of those different things are worshiped in completely different ways, but Mm -hmm. on paper, they're the same fucking thing. Yeah. 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 So, and you know, as as far as werewolves go, there's one I really want to highlight. We could do an entire episode about werewolves in history, particularly the Peter Stubb guy with the belt, which would be a great episode in my opinion. I love werewolves. I'm always down to talk. Awesome. I'm glad this episode found you in it. <laughs> I actually, I'm glad your contributions to it, uh, your love for it is coming out. So in 1725, there was a boy found in Germany wandering around butt naked and for all intents and purposes was more wolf than boy. He, it, the, he was nicknamed Peter the Wild Boy by locals, but they all kind of noticed that he really had no distinctive human mannerisms. He acted more like a literal wolf. Mm -hmm. And the kid was something of a cult classic at the time because he got really famous for the way that he behaved. 
He ate with his hands, couldn't speak. He had unique facial features like cur- like kind of curved corneas, broad fingertips, and a quote-unquote coarse facial appearance. I don't know what that means exactly, mm. but he acted like a human dog. And he was eventually adopted just based on his popularity and was kept as an actual pet by a man named George Augustus. <laughs> yeah, I hate to see it. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say George Augustus? I meant George the Third. Oh Grandpa, no! George the fucking second. Mad King George the Third's grandpa adopted human fucking werewolf and kept him in house as his human dog pet wow george the second absolutely loved watching peter scuttle around on all fours and thought it was hilarious when he would like climb up royal women's dresses and lick their faces like (gasps) a dog he let peter sleep on the floor like a dog and this kid was fucking content with his life in the castle. <sighs> Once he got too old to manage, he was sent to live out his life on a farm, literally, not the euphemism way. <laughs> but he spent the last of his days being royally kept on a farm, the same way fucking Queen Elizabeth was, right? After her dad murdered her mom by beheading her. He spent the last of his days chasing squirrels and barking at the mailman till his little death in 1785. Oh. The most important thing that George, the human dog, ever did in his life was bite George II's grandson mad king george the third <gasps> thus infecting him with the werewolf gene <gasps> to his destruction and downfall this is so real clutch your pearls bitch clutch i have your pearls this they've been clutched. historical fucking fact not a conspiracy yeah also peter's tombstone reads the wild boy 1785 yeah. oh he was loved He's like Donnie from the fucking Wild Thornberries. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but ran around on all fours the whole time. And the king loved him. Thought it was cute as a button. And then he attacked his grandson and got sent to live on a farm. Wow. Let's jump to present times Mm -hmm. of the royal family as we know them. Also, I just want to say there's a quote of him because there's a book about the the wild boy Peter that says he had God, I hope this is what they say about me when I die. He liked gin, had no idea what to do with money, and could be found growling and howling when bad weather was due. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of Ichabod. In addition to you, also reminds me of Ichabod. Sometimes I'll text Ichabod and I'll be like, I'm at your house, and I'll just see his blinds go. For like a second, and just his like wide-eyed, terrible gaze looking down at me before like, and then it's immediately closed. I'm gonna put that on your gravestone. Yeah, please keep it. Write yeah. it down. He liked sure. gin, had no idea what to do with money, and could be found growling and howling when, the, when bad weather was due. That's fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, oh, that's real really. king shit. Yeah, that's, that's real, real king, king shit. shit. So, uh, let's. Let's talk about what Peter did to the royal family line. Can't wait. Hold on to your butthole because Mm -hmm. all four members of the royal family currently in line for the throne 
were either born under a new moon or a full moon. Wait, currently? Currently, bitch. Wow. Currently. (gasps) The people in the palace right fucking now. And the only one who has managed to dodge the werewolf curse is none other than Elizabeth herself, who is the last line of defense for all of us in this werewolf gene against her little tampon loving puppy, Prince Charles. <gasps> That's why he wanted to suck the blood. Yep. And why do you think <laughs> she keeps so many corgis around? She needs them to sift out the fucking fake dogs in the callus or path. Like palace or whatever it is that they live you in. You just had a stroke. Day. Castle. I did. Yeah. Castle. Or, so, you said ca- castle and palace at the same time. <laughs> gosh, gosh, gosh. It's like the gelato Gestapo. All <laughs> I can't believe we said that. Oh. We, you, you, said, you said gelato. And, and that's gestapo. fucking why she keeps all those dogs around, man. Yeah. Because she needs one corgi for every werewolf in the house. Mm-hmm. They're assigned to sniff out the dogs. They're wow. assigned to sniff out the dogs. And apparently wow. there is a Doctor Who episode that kind of touches on this. And I was disappointed to find this after my research. They like to blame the blood disorders on incest, uh, specifically how Queen Victoria had her hemophilia. Mm-hmm. But similar to that in the werewolf gene, scientists have had a hard... Well, the hemophilia, they can track. The werewolf gene, they cannot track because King George, his parents weren't related. Neither one of them had these disorders. So where mm-hmm. the fuck did it come from? Mm-hmm. Like George III, like Queen Victoria, bit by a fucking werewolf. Yeah. This checks out. So we'll this is the most about this the is the most real shit. Yeah. When I tell you that I found out about that little Peter boy being adopted by George II. That was I, it, dude. That was it. That was all of it. That was the, cool. the that was the the smoking gun. I Kool Aid man through yeah. the fucking door. Yeah. Time. It was the absolute absolute insanity of that revelation. Historical fucking fact, not a conspiracy. None of this that what we talked about today was even a conspiracy. I dare someone to try to find it. Just yeah, you cited wrong. things like the history.com <laughs> Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. Come Look at speaking of corgis, I'm being delivered my own son right now. Look how much he hates you. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> He's been a little bit nicer to me lately. Um, but I think that's because I bought a turkey broth and I've been mixing it in with his food in the spirit of Thanksgiving, and he really likes that. Oh, yeah, that's probably why. Look at the whites of his eyes. Man, he hates you. Yeah, it's incredible. Also, I just want everyone to know that I've been looking at this picture of Elizabeth Taylor and I was like, oh, yeah. is she, when is she coming into the story? It's not Chelsea's- related at all. I put it's- in the notes. So for those of you who don't know, Noel and I research a shared Google drive where we can both add our notes. And I found this unrelated image and I even fucking put literally, and I quote unrelated and not putting this in the episode but did you know elizabeth taylor had purple fucking eyeballs like what a queen man and then the picture of her purple eyeballs you weren't supposed to bring that up you were just supposed to look at it well i was like reading and then i saw her eyes and i was like mm, she's a werewolf too okay i put unrelated to the episode i didn't read down that far i just saw the picture the way she's it was above the picture noel i'm not looking past her eyes because they're creeping me out Beautiful anyway, woman. anyway, besides Elizabeth Taylor, 
that was a completely believable story and I fully buy into it. You should. I I'm still I'm still gonna challenge anyone to point out where we were wrong because Honestly, I say that about a lot of things, even things I don't agree with you on. <laughs> I just I don't want con- another Smithsonian thing. episode on my God because I, I refuse to admit it. that this is my first retraction, not a reptilian actual werewolves. You're wait, you're not even gonna retract the giants the giants are real Smithsonian no, cover up. I ordered the Smithsonian book from Abe's books. They walked it to my home from New York. <laughs> you mean Amazon White to get here. <laughs> and I'm once I read it, you're all fucked. So, uh, until <laughs> I'm done with real. that two-inch novel of bullshit, I refuse to apologize. I'm so glad that you actually cited History.com because, like, I'll have to do my own additional extra extra research on your research because last time you cited what seemed like a credible source. It was a perfectly perfected lie that I had to then backtrack <laughs> in my own personal affairs. History.com <laughs> is literally just the history channel. Mm-hmm. Website. Yeah. You're gonna but, you have found the one that's like encrypted and it's actually like history.com slash org.ca. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I dare you to come for the Encyclopedia Britannica because well, I, I can't know because I'd have to go to my local library and check it out. <laughs> uh, and I know you don't have the mental capacity to do that yet. You <laughs> no just had too bad of a week to prove me wrong. It's true. <laughs> I'm taking this all at face value. But this chef's kiss. I agree. Werewolves. We've been sleeping on werewolves infiltrating our government for too long and I'm fucking sick of it. Honestly, we've been sleeping on werewolves, period. We have been. We need to do more werewolf episodes. Werewolves. Tis the season, right? Werewolves. That's what they Absolutely. mean by that. Well, let's just do a Peter Stubb episode. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. We got it. Next week. It depends on how I feel, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Next I'll week try. is a holiday. Wait, next week is the holidays. Are we taking next week oh, off? it's Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. We can talk about that off air. I'm fine with recording something early and... I'm not gonna I'm things. not gonna be um yeah you're home. out of town yeah you're flying well, to a different I'm, town I am flying to a different town in the same state because I don't like driving in cars I would have just driven if I were you we have different problems so you think that airplanes kill you and I think cars will kill me yeah they now I've had a nightmare about flying in an airplane every day this week and I've had to take the big pills about it Jesus. the blue pill about it Jesus which it's literally Christ. a blue pill about it and Jesus it's like, Christ. It's like pill management plus where I only take them sometimes every day this week because of my You're, fear of airplanes. It's just manifesting. What did like an airplane fly past your window recently? What the fuck is your problem? I think I open. I think like I had a Facebook ad that had an airplane on it. <laughs> me. <laughs> God, I'm the snowflake that Republicans fear. Yeah. Airplane travel. So <laughs> Southwest is just like fifty dollar flights. Delcy's like, that's it. I think it's all the Southwest bullshit with them canceling on their flights, and I'm like, they need to. And yeah. the fact that I know that they still fly people around is, you know, it has me. nothing to do with the quality of the plane or the effectiveness of a flight. It has everything to do with um, people refusing to work seventy two hour days nonstop for three dollars an hour. I think it's the fact that pilots aren't getting the COVID vaccination and Southwestern is just trying to save face and not pick a side politically. I, you know, I don't know if I've said this here before, but if there's one thing I want my pilots on, it's cocaine. I want okay. them on coke. 
I want them on Coke. I want them thinking 20 steps ahead. I want them fully mapping out the plan and the itinerary and what they're going to do. They're envisioning the landing when we've taken off. And that's the time. I, of I also I need. want that. And they aren't sleeping. I, uh, not sleeping on the flight, but I do want them well rested. But it doesn't even matter because they're chemically starting their brain up. You know, that's fair. They're playing um, that 40 chess. You're right. Yeah, I do want a pilot. I would rather a pilot not suffer from the werewolf gene that just makes them going crazy and bark. Yeah. I want them to just laser focus, heat-seeking missile. That's exactly it. On a safe and flight. There's a clear distinction, too. I, they, it needs, they need to be on crystal clear powder cocaine and not crack. I want yeah, to make yeah, that yeah, very yeah. clear. They need they to get... to be on coke, not crack. They need to be on the stuff where it can still be dismissed as like boys being boys level drug yeah. use and not. I want them on that Wolf of Wall for. Street type of shit. Yep. Yep. You know, you know, the, the stuff yeah. that cops dismiss for yeah. racist reasons. Yeah. yeah. The type of stuff that built Wall Street and the current yeah, yeah, day yeah. millionaires, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. the real that. Elon Musk tier of drugs. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, anyway, <laughs> that's, it. that's the episode. Patreon's coming. Go. Noel had a bad week. It's true. I have to reset. Yeah. I have to reset with alcoholic beverages tonight. So I'll see you guys on the flippity flop. Um, werewolves all real and hail Satan. Uh, hail Queen Elizabeth. I'm sorry for being a bitch before. That's fair. I love your corgis. Uh, I don't I don't know if I like her though because I'm pretty sure she's still racist. But go Maybe, off. but she has... You can love her corgis. Yeah. That's fair. They think about me just as often as my own dog does. Who lives? <laughs> That's the realest thing you've ever said. Take care. <laughs>